Okay. <laughs> Last time we played, uh, the group made their way um, from the sort of uh, corrupt farm and, and parted ways with their new friend Irson uh, Lupin and, and made your way down to the city of the major, the major old city of Casimir. Uh, you made your way into the into the front gates. Uh, the the guard captain there, uh, loving his job, you know, kind of explained that there's been a little bit of hanky panky going on with this uh, sort of group of kind of like maybe kid hoodlums, they're not really sure, um, just doing some things where they're kind of uh, vandalizing, you know, little parts of town. Um, but uh, but so you made your way uh, down towards the uh, southern part of Casimir. Um, you drop your horses off at the Westgate Stables, um, which is right located right near the town garrison, uh, and it will cost you about two gold per night for the, the five horses, but we can, we'll deal with that. Upon checking out, you guys. Yeah. Uh, Aska led you to the Altador family homestead uh, and the graveyard of Nephesus. Um, tried the door, the door was locked. It's not unusual, or it's, it's a little bit unusual, but it's not uncommon for this to be the case. And uh, you wait around for about an hour um, before Aska gets restless and, and she decides to show you around the southern part of Casimir. Um, so you make your way, uh, you've been making your way through the streets, uh, through the southern part of the city of Casimir. It's, uh, the neighborhood is, is poor, but it's nice. Um, there are families that share like single room dwellings and some of them are like stacked on top of each other and like three, up, like the highest of the buildings are about three stories tall. Um, it's loud, there's, you know, with commotion, uh, there's like human, halfling, uh, tiefling children playing in like the cobblestone streets. Uh, you pass little like squares, boutique graveyards, uh, like little family crypts. Uh, there are gray-looking fruit trees that sit in these little just grassy patches, scrappily through the area. Um, as you make your way north around the walls of the Skykeep Tower, um, you see there are like tourists that are kind of looking up at the massive building because it's a it's a pretty interesting looking looking tower as it curves and sort of goes up uh, pretty high in the in the area. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, there's like tourists around there selling trinkets and, and keepsakes and little like snacks and things. Uh, you continue north. Uh, Aska points out to the right there's this vibrant docks and fishing district. Um, it's comprised of mostly like storage warehouses, f stores that are selling like fishing equipment or like how to, you know, like netting, like repair tackle shops, things like that. There's a fish market, boat storage, it's a fairly large like harbor and pier area. Um, but you continue north and you, you, the road gradually bends to the left and you make your way past the market district which has like a wide variety of places to shop. So they, you know, anything that you really wanted to find, you could probably find here. Um, it's about two hours of sightseeing, you know, and, and you make your way, you, you, you stumble across a tavern and it says, the Toothy Grin Tavern. And you remember that Frank, uh, the old uh, cleric from Leonard's Mine, um, he recommended it to you as his favorite place to be when he's in Casimir. Um, and, you know, to like stay and grab a beverage. So you decide to go in for a quick drink. <clears throat> you enter the Toothy Grin Tavern. It's a nice place. Uh, the room is like very large and open. There's ten round tables that are on uh, the northern half of the tavern. The southern half of the tavern has like um, these like really large, overstuffed 
couches. Like they're they're like leather, like dark, like oiled brown leather. They're freaking. They look comfortable as hell. Um, and they they sit around and, and face this really large uh, stone fireplace. Um, there's stairs off to the side that lead up to the eight rooms that are available for rent. Um, and then sitting directly under the rooms, because the rooms are kind of like built on top, uh, sitting directly above that is the kitchen area, where there's a huge grill um, and smoke. Like you can see this, this bartender, uh, tavern keeper, he's like cooking meats and stuff. And the smoke goes up underneath the floorboards of the rooms and just sort of permeates there. Um, <laughs> and it's it's a little bit crowded in here right now. There's about 20 men that surround a table in the back where there's like an arm wrestling competition or some sort of battle of wills that's like kind of looks like it might be finishing up. Um, so you make your way over to the uh, the kind of it's like a long bar that's underneath uh, like the, it's like a very large like open sort of bar kitchen um, and the space that's underneath the rooms that's kind of off limits to guests, but it's just like one large bar. You make your way over. Uh, to the tavern keeper, and he's you know he's back there, kind of poking and prodding at the at the food he's cooking. Um, and as you approach, you, he looks up and starts to make his way over to you. He is a very overweight human man. Uh, his chin looks like it sort of like uh, turns into his neck at some point, but you're not really sure like where the chin ends and the neck begins. Um, he's got like a, like a super sparse like brown neck beard, thinning hair on his head. There's like beads of sweat that are like pulled on his like nose and upper lip and like forehead. Um, and he uses as he approaches, he, he grabs like it looks like a really clean towel and kind of wipes his face and he kind of walks over and he's got this like panty, uh, you know, kind of heavy like heavy breathing man. Um, Welcome to the Toothy Grand Tavern. Um, and just then you hear a loud bang as the, the table in the back uh, that's currently hosting the arm wrestling competition concludes um, announcing the, uh, the winner. Um, and you see a, a red bearded dwarf jump onto a chair and sort of flex at the group of men around him. Uh, Sean, can you please describe your character? Uh, yeah, so the first thing you hear is him yell, easiest gold I've ever made. <laughs> And he kind of tries to call out to anyone else uh, who wants to arm wrestle him, and when nobody raises their hand, he hops off of his stool. And you see this about four and a half foot tall, enormously brutish dwarf. He has uh, shaved sides of his head and a short, very vertical mohawk on the top of his head. An enormous red beard that is braided into several large braids with copper rings at the end of them. And he's wearing no shirt, and you can see these really thick sailor kind of tattoos all over him uh, with hand wrappings and these little brown pants. Uh, and even from far away, he looks like he's not going to smell good. <laughs> <laughs> good tell. Just like Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, so as you, you kind of, you know, your, your attention is turned and you see this dwarf approach the bar, um, and he sort of bellies up to the bar. Huh? I put the gold down that I've just won. Like, I'll take a mug of your finest ale. And I look over and I, I notice that there are some new entrants in the bar. And I, I look at the ladies and I say, uh, Did you just come to see the show? I'm sorry, I, I don't think anyone else wants to fight, but maybe I can drum up some business if you want to see it again. And he kind of like finds reasons to sort of <laughs> flex himself, like he's stretching. That's probably not what's happening. 
I'll just and ask her, I'll be like, yay, another show. Yes, 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 please. If anyone else wants to fight me, I just kind of look around waiting. Sorry, maybe a real man will come through the door any minute now. I want to fight you. Let's fight. Okay. <laughs> Let's try it. Okay, what are, uh, what are, what are you trying to do? Arm wrestle. You want to arm wrestle? Okay. Let's arm wrestle. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, um, okay, go ahead and... You got this, girl. I believe in oh. you. Are we, are we betting yeah. gold? Uh, what are we wagering? Uh, I knew you were going to say that. Two gold? Gold I have. I'll give you two gold if you win. And if I win, I get a kiss. <laughs> And as he has approached you, the smell is not misleading. Or he, he does not smell good. The sight initially of him was my, dead on. My snake and I are just like... Yeah. I'm like... Uh, okay. You've got this. Oh, you're on! <laughs> Alright. Uh, just don't so lose. You, you move <laughs> don't a, lose. You move a, a, uh, you know, a, a table over and uh, kind of clear the space. Uh, Link up. You've got this this dwarf's big meaty hand, grasps your kind Delicious. of slender, uh, you know, gray gray kind of skin. And uh, go ahead and both of you roll a uh, roll a d20 and uh, add your strength modifier. <laughs> strength minus one. Mm. Ah. Uh, four. Fifteen. Fifteen. Oh. <laughs> As as it could be, the dwarf not even not even like taking he, he's he's he doesn't even take it easy on you to make it like any sort of show. He just kind of really wants that kiss. Hand hand yep, hand slam down on the table and uh, and yeah hops down off his bar stool and just wanders over to where you're sitting and looks up. Eyes closed. And as I go to kiss him, all of a sudden my snake goes and kisses him instead. <laughs> Brilliant. I, do I notice? Way, I have a snake on my shoulder. Uh, uh, make a slight hand check. Me? Yeah, and you make a perception check. Alright. Oops, that's pretty low. Oh, oh, 21! Oh, yeah. That's a 20. Yeah, you uh, got here. Got dude, you got a snake wallop kiss. of a kiss. <laughs> from a snake. But you, and you think it was from, from this beautiful it's been, it's been a while, so my eyes stay closed. <laughs> Beverages and uh, and sort of you know sit there and 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 you know make make simple quiet conversation. So, oh. do you do this often? The wrestle women, not as often <laughs> as I'd like. Uh, yeah, do you have any other skills? Are you you just a strongman? Oh, I've got lots of skills. What would you like to see? How you throwing daggers? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Alright. Oh yeah. More importantly, what are you crew doing in town? Mm. I'm from here. Oh. My hometown. Maybe you could show me around. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Passing through. Well we're kinda busy, you know. Sure, sure. I just seems like we, if we have friends. If we have time. I don't I have to ask the rest everyone. I'm sure they're fine with it. <laughs> well. We stick together, so I don't know what you're getting at. But I like that in a couple of ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> you smell bad. I like this guy. 
What brings you to town? Just passing through. Where are you headed? Unknown. Looking for adventure. Where are you headed? Towards adventure, perhaps. To see her family. We were trying to see my family, but also we're all kind of wandering around together for all different reasons, but I don't know, for adventure. Alright, adventure I like. Well, I guess you can tag along then. Make him an Andy. What was your name? He did just buy us some beers. Brayden! Brayden. Sure you've heard of me? No. No. He just looks at all the pieces. Huh. Ah, well, what are your names? (laughs) (laughs) Well, my name is Ether, and clearly I would much rather be outside right now in the middle of nature, but I'm stuck with these hooligans, and hey, I'm pretty happy. (laughs) I've learned to love them. Compromising for friends. Yeah. Very noble. Thank you. And he Thank like you. holds his hand out to try and get yours in like the kissing hand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'd say, your nails are dirty. <laughs> I'm a man. Men are meant to be dirty. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, ladies, come on, save me here. Uh, <laughs> It's kind of and like Kobe. that. It, it kind of feels like you know when you're at the club and like various girls are starting to like box out a little bit. <laughs> Omni gets she's, like, she's like Omni's just kind of like hiding behind <laughs> Kobe a little bit. Ah, I hope he doesn't see me yet. Uh, <laughs> That's alright. I'm sure he's harmless. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I'm Kobe. Kobe. Yeah, nice to meet you. Really? Nice mm. to meet you, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what we all are? Or do you want us to describe us? I'm just meeting you. No. What does he say? Yeah. A okay. few beautiful ladies and a man who's lucky enough to tag along. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm close. I'm, uh, as you can tell, I'm a bit salamander. And, uh, yeah, you know, I'd offer to, to arm wrestle you, but I got, I got these short arms. Because I'm, I'm a salamander. Maybe you can no tail shame, salamander man. Give you a high five though. With your tail. Alright. With my tail. <laughs> <laughs> I am uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. make, make, a, make a dexterity. <laughs> Seven. Seven? Yeah. No problem. <laughs> it's a little. It's a little. Uh, so, it's a little sorry, clumsy, so, but it's, you know, it works. Got, got a bit of mud on it, but you, you said you like to be dirty. <laughs> Yeah. As long as that was a tail. <laughs> yeah, it was just a muddy tail. And uh, I'm Aska, and this is Tyr, my snake. And um, yeah, I, just, I grew up right over here, and uh, recently went on an adventure and ran into them. And now we're all hanging out, and we're friends, and it's fun. And yeah. And uh, Omni, who is a... Um, what, three foot tall gnome? She's about three feet tall. <laughs> three foot tall gnome. Um, but, and then she'd be like, oh, uh, is she British? <laughs> uh, my name is Omni. I don't know how to do a British accent. I'm Omni. I can't do it. Well. Um, I'm Omni. Omni. Uh, foggy London town. <laughs> what an adorable child. <laughs> a grown ass woman. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> so so as you as you make conversation, um, 
Aska, you hear a voice in your head. Uh, it's gruff. Aska, there's a place of power here. I require you to find it. Do it now, you made it out. Um, you, you start to get. Uh, and I say it out loud. But I try to be quiet, but right. I don't know if anyone's noticed. You start to get um, sort of images start to flood uh, flood your mind. It's almost like a. Uh, it's, you know, in like in like a Borderlands or any any video game where it's like on the map. There's like a like a directional like it's like oh, yeah. it's like you kind of feel almost this this like pull in in direction. So it's. It's not necessarily telling you where to go, but it's sort of giving you direction. Are you okay? What, what, what was that you just said there? Yeah. Yeah, what's going on? I think we should go on an adventure. Do you guys want to go? I have an idea. Yeah. Where we should go. I Let hope. me. <laughs> Let's go. Let me finish this beer. Okay. Yeah. To adventure. Yeah, where are we going? Where, uh, just follow me. I know where I'm going. Don't worry. I'd like, Don't to, worry. I'd like to know where we're going. No, it's, to, I'm, it's a surprise. Do you like surprises? Not really. Okay, we'll do that. <laughs> it's a surprise. Come on, guys. And I just like hop off off the table and just start walking out following this vision. And I just yell, adventure! And I <laughs> slam my beer and follow you guys. That's the spirit! No hey, invitation um, at all. I guess I'm chugging my beer as well. Yeah. See where this takes us. Yep. I guess I guess that's where we're going. Glug 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 glug. You better follow. That's also an accent. The walk is fairly short, and you start to you start to make your way out of the you make your way out of the Toothy Grin Tavern, and you start to follow down the the cobblestone the cobblestone road, and. You discover that the place of power is, that Grizzit is directing you towards is this old-looking graveyard. Um, it's a place that you've passed multiple times living in Casimir. Uh, from the street, it's fairly plain-looking. Uh, it's got black iron gates, or like yeah, black iron gates around the exterior of the graveyard. Um, the front gate is wide open, um, so you make your way in and uh, you walk through the grass. You know, it's like kind of dirt and grass uh, graveyard. There's stone markers of all kinds that fill the surrounding grounds. Um, some of the headstones are like rounded on top, others are tall and rectangular. Uh, some are pointed. Um, it's much older, it's a much older burial, like burial ground than that of the Altador family. Um, and it's possibly one of the oldest in the city of Casimir, um, just from kind of the looks of it. Uh, it looks like it's probably, uh, people aren't being buried here any longer. Uh, it's kind of like it's full um, so it's, you know, it's, it's fairly, it's fairly quiet. Um, there's like brown and orange leaves that lie in piles that are kind of like swept together with the wind and sort of just like clumped against like various, you know, um, the, the headstones and things. Uh, there are scattered trees throughout the area. Um, most of the leaves have already kind of fallen off as the, the approach, uh, as winter approaches. Uh, there are dark branches that look like kind of gnarled fingers that are against the contrasting gray sky. Um, and there's kind of a gentle fog that sort of just sort of sits in the area um, as you make your way deeper into this necropolis. Um, somewhere you can hear a faint 
from like an owl or something. <clears throat> you continue along until uh, until the voice inside asks his head tells you to stop. Um, the snake familiar tear uh, moves from its place around her neck, and he makes his way to the ground and starts to approach this small stone archway. It's uh, it's almost like a building. It's uh, but it's much smaller, so it's it's not like you could go into it, but there's just this, like, stone arch. Um, and, uh, it's, like, kind of like a small mausoleum. Uh, it has, like, the once, like, sharp edges of the stone are now, like, smooth, having given away of time, uh, to time. Uh, and at the precipice is, like, this bronze face with wings that are spread out behind it. At the center, uh, on the ground, like on a small stone pillar underneath the archway, um, it's a masterfully carved marble spear. Um, tear coils up kind of at the bottom, at the ground of this uh, object, and, you know, is, is looking up intently at the fork tongue. <coughs> Yay! Yay! Hell yeah! <laughs> you made it! I probably should have gotten a ticket. <laughs> oh my god, you were here, sure. So fast. Hey. For all our listeners, I'm gonna just arrive. Yes. Oh, yeah. Here. <gasps> Straight from Turkey. You look so cute. <laughs> oh god, yes. <laughs> so, do you have like a pause button for intermission? No. Just, just let it roll. Edit it out. <laughs> this is us, man. Did somebody do that? This is the game. No. Our intern. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The oh, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, superhero. Hi. Oh man. Yay. Yeah. I even brought my stuff with me to work. Yeah. Today. You're so cute. There you go. Um. Yeah. Do you want to like change or anything? Do you want um some pajamas? I already put, put new scrubs on oh, cool. before okay. I left. It's you're like good. yeah, yeah. You're fine. so you're in pajamas oh, basically. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Um. And then do you want a big pillow to sit on the floor with us, or I can get you a chair? Oh yeah. So you can grab this spot okay. on the couch, and I can sit on the floor happily. No, it's all good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Here's your. Oh. Do you I haven't been on my feet all day, so I'm happy to. Oh. Yeah. That feels so good. Careful when you're breathing. Yeah. Sitting on the couch and you're breathing. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's perfect. Okay. Oh god, I'm, I'm gonna have scrub hat hair. I'm still leaving. We want to see it. <laughs> um. You look like a long. So uh, the group has made a met a met a dwarf uh, shirtless fighter guy. Uh, Aska well, receives. He's an arm wrestler. He's an arm wrestler. <laughs> yeah, he, he wrestles arms. Uh, he uh, and the whole group. You you've made your way uh, after receiving Aska, hearing that there's a place of power uh, that she needs to visit. Um, makes makes her way. Uh, you know, as a whole group uh, into this very old graveyard, uh, one of the oldest of uh, probably in the city of Casimir. Um, so Tyr, Tyr is looking up at this at this sort of um, at this archway, looking at the, the marble sphere, um, and you you start to receive these visions and language of, of sort of um, hand hand gestures and and um, words. Uh, Do I know the words? 
not actually speak the language that you are supposed to say. If you can read that real quick, as best you Nat can. near me from the bar over to the cemetery, you notice that as I walk, you hear the, like, the sound of chains rattling, even though all I seem to be wearing are pants and hand wrappings. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Anybody else would like to do anything? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so, Aska, fini Aska finishes this uh, final bit of the incantation in the air. Stands still. One second passes. Then another. It's like almost stale with how little the air seems to be moving at this point. Uh, and then you feel it all at once. The ground tremors. Gently. Then once more, this time a bit rougher. Then again, and you watch a crack begin to travel up from the ground along this, uh, this stone archway sort of splintering, making its way up. Um, uh, Tyr begins to make his way back towards Asko when a huge stone crushes down on the familiar. You look at the stone. It's not a stone, a hand made of rock and earth. Magical energy that you didn't notice before starts to swirl around you. Uh, it's this like light, dull, green glow starts to emanate where the joints of this golem begin to attach to its, each other. Wow. Uh, it stands on two earth-covered stone leg legs. Bits of grass and clumps of dirt fall, uh, fall from it as, uh, at, at its feet. Uh, you can see bits of long buried skeletons sort of mm. stuffed into the whole folds of this massive empty body. A bronze face sits where the where a normal that bronze like bust sits where that where a normal face uh, would scream and it cracks as, and the mouth hangs open as if it's uh, releasing a silent scream. Uh, green magic energy begins licking up its cheeks from the cracks and there it looms. Looking down at you, it raises a large stone arm and begins to swing. Everybody please roll initiative. <clears throat> Uh, it's, it should say on your initiative, so it's your oh. dex. Oh, that's what I thought. That's what we were looking for. 22. Yeah, starting again. 22. Um, oh, that was here. Uh, anybody 20 to 20? 22. 20. Uh, sorry, we add our dex. Yeah, you add your dex. Uh, hold on. Okay. Call us and you said 22? Yeah. 22 as well. Oh, yeah. 15. 16. Jesus. Okay, hold on. 19. <laughs> Where's your record? Did you not bring it? I forgot it. Uh, Could be 19. Uh, Ask you, you had 20? Yeah. Jesus. 
16. What was in that beer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? What the hell is this? Plus 7 is 22. Um, 22. Uh, Raiden? 16. The name's a bit like your beard, huh? With, with Bra the braids. <laughs> oh, I suppose so. We're very uh, beard-centric race, the dwarves. Take Look. great pride in these locks. Yeah, it looks good. Appreciate that. And probably, yeah. It takes hours. Yeah, I can Come tell. Our friend is a bit of a, an obsession with braids. <laughs> a beard. Yeah. Oh my so, God. Appreciate that warning. And he kind of takes a step back. <laughs> no offense, not think, my type. Well, our, our friend, uh, uh, Bainon, he's got, um, he's back at camp, but he's got, uh, the only hair on his body is in his armpits. And it's about four feet long and, and braided quite nice. <laughs> Sounds very off-putting. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh my goodness. Mm. Wow. <coughs> All right. Uh, starting at the top, we've got Colossum and Omni. What would you like to do? This massive creature that's like, there's like sort of these like neon, yellowy, green, like flickering things coursing up in the cracks of its stone as it moves its sort of body, um, looking pretty malicious. What did you summon? <laughs> That's a good question. What, what, <laughs> what did you do, woman? <laughs> <laughs> what was that spell you just... Adventure! <laughs> as I'm crying because my snake is dead. <laughs> Right? It looks like it. It looks like there is a, a massive golem. <laughs> what? Did she cover up your hairball? Yes, she is. <laughs> Poor angel. Uh, um, it, it is, yeah. It looks like where your snake tear might have been at one point. May not leave. Now there's a giant stone creature standing on top of it. Um... So Brayden just yells, is this thing a friend or a foe? Foe! Oh. Got it! <laughs> uh, you summoned oh, him. <laughs> um, is Emmett, um, I want to attack, of course, but I, given, given this beast is apparently made up of earth, I've got an earth symbol ring. Is there anything, any sort of approach I could take um, involving the elemental sphere. I'm going to make a... Make a nature check. Should have put a lot of gold. Eight. Plus... Eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it looks... Uh, it does look kind of earth elemental uh, of like sort of a similar uh, type of family, um, mm -hmm. uh, but you do know that uh, it's, un it's, it's unlikely to be hurt uh, normally uh, without magical, um, physical attacks. Magical or physical? Uh, physical attacks... Uh, Done by magic? Will, will physical attacks uh, can hurt this, but not very much. 
whereas if you have a magical weapon, okay. uh, the magic of the item uh, can do the more more mm-hmm. damage versus um, you know to it. So if you, have, if you have the dagger, um, your dagger will do normal damage, whereas your your fists may do just half damage. Okay. Well then, I definitely like to attack. Of course, this is apparently a foe. Um, Though he's quite large mm-hmm. and quite sure. small, <laughs> um, I'd like to move toward him. So I've got th- uh, th- 30 feet. Yeah. <laughs> you can leave that out of there. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, and I, I would like to use my dagger, but um, can I use it with your martial arts? Yes, so, yes, you Okay, yeah, so, so it's, it's a, um, it's sort of like a, like a hooked little dagger, and it's, it's to, um, help with your attacks, and so you're using it as a martial weapon, like a martial arts weapon. Actually then, I, I was Colossum. I'm wondering if perhaps I could look over at Colossum and I could, you could go toward him and I can perhaps sneak around back. I, I imagine I'm a bit quicker than he is. And we could come around back and... Yeah, I can, uh, I can tell by the look in your eyes that you want me to, to get him, to go for the attack, <laughs> and so, uh, so I think I'll do that. I'll, uh... I think what I'll do is I'll I'll kind of hop back over here. Um, oh, yeah, I'm gonna move to the left a couple of spots, and I'm gonna get out my blowgun. And I'm. Uh, how wet is the ground here? Is it? Uh, it's damp. Is it, it's damp. Yeah. Yep. So I'm gonna scoop up some mud, and uh, I can use part of my powers to um, turn the mud into diamond uh, blow darts. And uh, and so it inflicts more damage <laughs> when it's diamond. Uh, go ahead and, and just roll a d20. <laughs> Damn it! Four. No. Damn it! <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot him with diamonds anyway. Cause fuck it. And uh, yes, yeah, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna roll my eight. Uh, so roll for attack. Roll twenty. <laughs> That's a six. Six plus your um, should. Uh, so I've added on your uh, on the uh, attacks in the middle. Um, mm. The plus. So you have a plus five to hit, okay. and then that's your damage. Um, so you'd have a plus three to your damage attack. Yeah. So add five so to five. that. So, so 11. 11. Uh, 11 is going to miss. Okay. 11 is going to miss. Yeah, but maybe I distracted him a bit. Totally, yeah. Um, yeah, so so Colossum, Colossum jets off to the side, uh, um, uses some of his hardened mud ammo, and, and fires it, and it goes just... It, it hits, it's not quite hard enough, and it just sort of like sticks as if it were a, like a spitwad almost. <laughs> uh, it like sort of sticks there, and just kind of mud sort of falls off of it, uh, doing no damage. Oh shit, the, uh, the mud wasn't muddy enough to make, to make my diamonds. Uh, I'm going to, to run up behind him. I mm-hmm. imagine he's looking at where the spitball came from at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I like to jump up behind, from behind him um, and come at his little bit of a kidney kidney punch there with my dagger. <laughs> Prison yeah. moves. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and make an attack. Five. <laughs> Plus. Yes. Oh, ten. So ten. Um, yes. 
a 10 is going to miss. So he, Omni runs over and, and first attack and just kind of uh, your your hand grazes the, the like stone, like a big like headstone that's kind of uh, magically held in place and you just sort of punch it and ow, fuck. Um, oh, fuck. Kind of, kind of still assessing sort of the situation. You're, you're about at it's like knee, knee level. Um, it's a big entity. Um, is there anything else you'd like to do? I'd like to do a little bit of a roll and roll backwards. <laughs> <Don't like that. laughs> uh, is that a building or is that? It is. A it's, uh, technically, it's it's just ground. Ah, okay. Oh, it's not. Uh, okay. That? So so yeah. So I'll say yeah. You're moved. You've moved back, but you did not leave its combat range, so mm-hmm. it will not get an attack of opportunity. Okay. Um, which might be saying something. Uh, okay. Um, Aska, your turn. Oh. Uh, Kobe, you're on deck. I'm gonna look at it and say, you bitch! And then do an agonizing blast. Alright, go ahead and roll to attack. Definitely. So I add plus three? Yep. Okay. Uh, no, you, you add. Uh, you it's add... five because it's my right. charisma plus proficiency. Yeah. So right? Okay. Uh, so 18 plus five is. Yeah, definitely hits. Cool. Uh, and roll for damage. 1d10 plus three. Which one's ten mm-hmm. this one? Mm-hmm. Did he? Right. Yeah, four. Four. Four points of damage. Uh, Aska summons out of her out of her hand this magical sort of um, like gray-looking energy and fires from her hand and, and smashes into the thing and just sort of this this force energy uh, disperses, doing four points of damage. Okay. Um, and then I'm gonna back up a little bit. Okay. Since As you back up. Uh, it will. It gets an attack of opportunity against you. Oh. Uh, it because it has ten foot range. Um, oh. So uh, eighteen plus eight. Uh, yeah. So twenty six. Plus eight. Uh, okay, twenty six. Um, you take. Um, what? <laughs> Fifteen points of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> Hellish rebuke. Go for it. So, uh, so it makes a dexterity saving throw. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, you roll 2d10 uh, damage. Oh, oh, damn it. There's another 10. That's one. That's three. Oh, damn it. One. That's 10. Oh, that's 10? Oh, okay. I was like, zero? Are you going to roll the second one? <coughs> I, well, I did. I got a one and then a zero. Okay, so, so you, got, you got 11. Eleven points of damage, fire damage, as the as the element uh, as the graveyard golem smashes down at Aska uh, with this big like club-like arm, uh, smashes her back, doing uh, fifteen points of damage. Uh, you you see her her eyes sort of glow dark, uh, you know, kind of a darker, and this uh, fire, this this black fire, sort of licks up across the golem, doing an ad- additional eleven points of damage. Very cool, Kobe. Is there anything else you'd like to do? No. Okay, Kobe. Okay, um, 
I'm going to activate my civil bowstring. Okay. And can I, like, do a dash and get behind him? Or is he pretty much pinned up against this? Um, you can get behind him, yeah. He, he's, there's, it's just ground behind him. Um, okay. Like, great, you know. The, <coughs> yeah, the, it's not that, you can do that, yeah. Okay. So I want to, like, quickly, like, dash behind him okay. and then jump up on his back. And <laughs> just if I... Uh, okay, all right. Can I do so, Okay, um, make, a, uh, make an athletics check. Uh, or acrobatics, depending on which one That's fine. Do. Um, okay. Three. Three, yeah. Uh, so, Kobe, as uh, you, you make your way over, and, and just as the, the club-like hand comes slamming down into the ground after hitting Asuka, you make your way, you run up the le- the arm, or you go to attempt to run up the arm to get up to its shoulder, and you slip. Uh. You slip and sort of like stumble running into the creature. It's like you ran into a bit of a wall, and uh, you stand uh, looking looking up at this, this thing made of dirt and rock, and um, yeah. Can I still attack yeah. from the ground? You can. Yeah, yeah. You didn't, you you didn't fall. I didn't fall. You didn't okay. fall, but you, you didn't make it up to the top. Well, that wasn't as graceful as I planned, but let's go for it. Um, so what are you, what are you using? I'm um, using my silver bowstring. Silver bowstring. Um, okay. Yes. And so... Sorry. So unfortunately, I because you're seven. at... You're right next to it, you're going to be rolling with disadvantage. Oh, okay. So to roll mm. 2d20, take the lower. Okay. Uh, six was my lower one. Okay, so six plus seven, I think it is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so 15. unfortunately, that will miss. Um, uh, you're just too frazzled with with uh, slamming into uh, Braden your own deck, uh, with sort of hitting the, the golem, uh, and you you realize that wow, you might be too close of range, and so you go to fire, and it just um, unfortunately you're just not able to find a sweet spot. Um, all right, Braden. All right, who's this is me? That's you. And who's this right here? That's Aska. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say not to worry, I'll save you, lassies, and I'm gonna turn and I'm gonna wink at Aska, and I'm gonna walk like at, at a pace, but I'm not running over. I'm gonna walk pretty confidently over, pull out my boom hammer, this giant two-handed. It looks ridiculously big for me. This giant war hammer, and I'm gonna take a swing at his side. Glad that you boom him uh, a, a uh, weapon. Yeah. I got a twelve. Back up a little bit. Okay. Uh, what? Twelve. Twelve. Twelve misses. Um, so you kind of, as you as you walk over and you you go to swing, uh, you just you, you actually totally whiff. Uh, well, not not totally, but you, you go to swing at this thing and just again uh, connect with some of the the rock and the stone uh, bits and pieces of this thing. Um, Scream! That was a practice swing. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to do? Uh, no, I'm gonna stand resolute. All right. Uh, it is now the golem's turn. Uh, it looks down at, at uh, Brayden and back towards Omni, and he swings one giant arm uh, at both of you. Um, uh, so, sixteen. Uh, Oh boy. Notice. Here's your baby. That'll be under your AC. Uh, 16 to hit. Does it hit? 
Yes. Yeah. Um, and Brayden, uh, for you, it would be an 18. That hits. 18, okay. Oh, yeah. <coughs> uh, you each take... You each take 18 points of damage, bludgeoning damage, as it as it swings down this giant club-like arm and just sweeps into the two of you, um, and it's going to remain where it is, um, just sort of uh, as it's kind of moving, but it's st- staying next to you. I spit blood at it. Okay. Ether. Uh, That's what we like to do to our enemies: cover them in blood. <laughs> This whole time I've just been observing, feeling a little confused mm-hmm. because something just doesn't feel right. I think it's strange that Asuka summoned this um, elemental here with her words. And part of me wants to try and talk to it, but I don't know if that's appropriate right now. So it's... Um it is less. Uh, is it not so much? A it's it's more of a um, negative. A voice. magical construct uh, that was placed here by somebody versus an elemental that was uh, okay. has kind of made its way to the uh, material plane. And is it clearly protecting whatever it's standing in front of? Um, it's actually there's there's really um, nothing that it's standing in front of anymore. Um, the uh, go ahead and make a. Make an arcana check. Um, 17 plus 3, 20. Okay. Um, it's, you, you recognize that after, uh, you've recognized that after Asuka had finished up her incantation, um, it was, it was less that, um, it was less that this thing came, uh, came, like, came to be uh, as a result of um, the protective sphere that was holding it down was released. And now this, this thing, this, this being, was able to kind of uh, be free of itself as if there may have been some sort of um, something that was sort of keeping it in a cage. And then mm. that cage was, was lifted and released. So maybe Asuka was influenced by some darker forces to come here and release it. It's possible. Okay. So I've been just observing, watching everybody this whole time, and then realizing that now I have a better understanding of the picture. You two are on deck. I am going to throw out an entangle to... I'm pretty close. So from where I'm at, I'm going to just face him, come a little bit closer, and then do an entangle. Okay. Uh, what does that say? Um, Grasping weeds and vines sprout from the ground in 20 foot square, starting from a point within range. For the duration, these plants turn the ground in the, in the area into difficult terrain. A creature in the area when you cast a spell must succeed a strength saving throw or be restrained by the entangling plants until the spell ends. Okay. Um, so, uh, that's a natural 19, uh, which goes up to uh, yeah, 20. Yeah. 24. Yeah, no. 
So it's uh, it, it resists the spell. It's just the the Damn. plants start to come up, and, and this big strong creature is just sort of like almost as if they're they're not even there. That's sad. Um, but it does it does reduce its speed uh, if it is you know to move in this area. Okay. Um, is there anything else you'd like to do? No. Okay. Uh, Omni and Colosso, you're back uh, back <coughs> to the top. Oh yeah. See my friends in imminent peril, and uh, so I yell out, "I'm gonna help you! I'm gonna stick this bitch!" <laughs> and uh, and I in- engage in um, my magic missiles. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and so I um, I throw uh, I pick out three glowing uh, dots from my satchel, and. Uh, kind of juggle them for a second and wink um, and then I throw them uh, toward the the golem and uh, and I have to um, I have to yell out get stuck and uh, <clears throat> so they get right at him <laughs> uh, okay go ahead and um, go ahead and make three uh, three attack rolls ten Plus, and it'll be plus your five. Um, what's your what's your modifier? I believe it's intelligence. It's plus your intelligence. Two, two. So plus proficiency, right? And proficiency, yeah. So plus so two, two plus, plus so plus four. four. Yeah. So um, okay. So plus six. So fourteen and eleven. Fourteen, eleven, and and twenty. Perfect. Uh, so two of two of the uh, two of the missiles sort of go <laughs> a little bit wide. They sort of poof, just off into the trees. Uh, but a third does uh, does hit. Go ahead and do the and, D four plus one. And uh, I think I can kind of at least direct the angles at which the the dots are coming at him. Sure. Um, so I'd like to to have them kind of come around and hit him from the from the back and kind of from the side where he's not looking. Okay. And yeah. Uh, so yeah, I see the the two kind of ping off of him, and then one gets him. And should I roll? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and do the, do the D4 plus one. Two plus one. Two, three. so three. Three points of force damage. And uh, as that's happening, as it kind of ding, ding, and then sticks him, I want to follow up with a sneak attack. Okay. Um, unfortunately, the sneak attack is going to be... Um, you can either do the, the spell attack... Or a like a, a weapon attack. Because now he's engaged with me rather uh, than engaged with a friendly. Weapon attack. Well, well, because you he's engaged with your teammates, you do get sneak attack. You find the opening. Um, but because you did the spell versus uh, a normal attack, um, yeah. sneak attack doesn't actually work mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. <laughs> Just gonna stick him this one time. <laughs> All right. Oh great. Uh, I'm gonna Quick question. Could yes. I have done Step of the Wind on the last play to avoid being struck? Uh, patient defense would be um, would be something uh, that would help, like, he, it would give him disadvantage on his attack rolls against you. Okay. Um, Step of the Wind is going to be an additional, like, movement phase. Okay. That you can, like, move farther. Um, gotcha. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll do that. Um... So, uh, that wouldn't really do too much for you. Okay. Not at this point. Oh. So, if I were to 
uh, opt to attack right now? Would yeah. I have the ability to run away if need be? Um, well, it would be, you'd have to do an, uh, you could do your action to disengage. Okay. Um, which would, which would eliminate the, uh, it's like, uh, attack of opportunity mm. when you, when you move out of its range. Um, so not, okay. not really, but, but then you wouldn't be able to attack. Right. And if you attack, then you can do your normal attack, and then you can use your bonus action to attack again. Okay. Um, and then if you did, you did spend key points. There's like flurry of blows, which you could do, mm -hmm. uh, which would add another Just, two attacks, right. stuff like that. Which is pretty much my, unless I'm going to run away, my only option. Um. Um. What the hell? Let's do it. Um, I would like um, to do the flurry of blows for okay. sure. Yeah. So your use your normal attacks okay. first. Your two two attacks. Okay. Um, yep. Yeah, go ahead and roll two attacks. Okay. Ten. Plus um, uh, is that plus five? Yes. Okay. Or is it or is it plus six? To to hit. Two, what? Um, oh, plus five. Plus five. Yes. Okay. Unfortunately, that will miss. Mm. Um, so you, again, you go to you. You take your first attack and you just punch at this thing, and it's just right into the into the rock. You can't quite. You're you're, you're still working on trying to figure out where this where the mm -hmm. sweet spot is. Um, you can attack again, and then flurry of blows. You can do two more. Eighteen, attacks. twenty-three. Twenty-three will hit. Yes. Right, go ahead and roll damage. Yeah. Uh, which is, I believe, eight. You know, six. Six points of damage. Okay. Very good. Uh, cool. So your first your first attack kind of just connects with the with the stone, uh, but your second attack you're able to use your dagger and sort of get in sort of to the joints of the knee and, and kind of dig into the to the magical energy that's sort of holding this thing together. Um, um, yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to do? And if you do if you do flurry of blows, then you get two more attacks what it would be, or if you do patient defense and spend your key points, mm -hmm. then it would get disadvantage on attack rolls against you. So it's up to you. Um, and how many key points do I have right now? Two? You have four. I have four? Yeah. Okay. And so if I do, if I do patient defense, it's just one, right? Correct. Okay, I'd like to do that for sure. Okay, yeah, so, so Omni sort of, after, after dealing some damage, sort of sits back and kind of Kind of, you start to start to really look and, and assess this creature's sort of movements and, and starting to really um, figure out how the thing works. Um, okay, uh, Aska, your turn. Go be your own deck. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to. So I'm going to move right there, and I am going to do Witch Bolt, okay. which is a concentration. Okay. Um, do you want to use one of the circles? Sure. Since I got them. Um, okay, so <laughs> I'm going to cry a little because my snake is gone, and then I'm going to be like, 
white here, and then do witch bolt, have a beam of crackling blue energy come out of my hands towards the creature, and hopefully it works. 15 plus what, five? Yes, yeah. So, yeah, definitely hits. So 20. Um, and on a hit, the target takes 1d12 lightning damage. Mm -hmm. And that's it? Or plus uh, something, though? No, that'll be 1d10. Uh, and then each of your 10s, you can uh, deal an additional. Uh, you can continue just doing it to the target automatically. But I have to roll to see if my concentration holds? Uh, no. If you get hit, your concentration uh, okay. may wane. So we'll just say that's uh, which bolt. Okay. Uh, anything else you'd like to do? No. Cool. So Aska comes over and release, uh, unleashes this like, blue energy out of her hands that it's kind of, as it's just sort of zapping and, and electrocuting um, this creature licking around its, its torso and she keeps her hands together as they, she continues to, to force this lightning into it, uh, dealing three points of damage. Okay, Kobe. Mm, okay. Um, let's see. <laughs> Can I do um, my hunter's mark? Yes, yes you may. Okay. And do I have to activate my silver bowstring to do any damage since it's uh, Magic, or will my regular, the regular bow, bow will do, will do, will do damage? Um, it just may not do full damage. Okay. Mm. Mark six. Wait, is he actually petrified? I don't think no, so. No, he's not. I just it didn't have a, a witch bolt thing. Witch bolt. Okay. Um. Okay. And then yeah. So I'm just not gonna do any fancy tricks this time and just uh try and aim for a crack near his neck. Do it. Uh, 18. Nice, yep, that'll hit. Nice. And then, uh, since I'm using my longbow, I use uh, a D8. Yep, a D8 and then plus go. 5. Yeah. Uh, okay, so 11. 11? Yeah. One points of damage. Uh, Kobe, Kobe leans back, takes aim, and really just fires this, this shot right into the creature. Uh, it, it hurts it, um, not, not as much as you would have liked to. Um, but definitely does does uh, decent damage. Um, and then my hunter's mark. Uh, yeah, and your hunter's mark is an additional D six. Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, so. oh, here, here. <laughs> One. One. <laughs> All you guys spent your spent your rolls on initiative. Uh, cool, Brandon. All right. I'm going to uh, take my warhammer kind of behind my back just so. Any girl still standing behind me can sort of see the flex before I wrap it around and swing. How tall is this thing? It's about uh, 12 feet. All right, so I'm aiming for about the knee. <laughs> then. Okay. 18. 18. Nice. nice. Yeah, that'll hit. All right, so I'm going to do damage, and then I'm going to use a superiority die. So, wow, that was bad. Wait, is this a 12? Yeah. So I do 7 damage. It makes a thunderously loud noise when I hit him. More so than it seems like damage was inflicted. <laughs> and then I'm going to use a superiority die to try and trip him. And so he needs, he's a, is he a large creature? Or he is, larger than he's a Okay, perfect. So he needs to make a strength saving throw of 14 okay. to not fall over. Uh, 
That's uh, six plus eight. Woo! Or no, six plus five, rather. So uh, no. 11. Yeah, so fail. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> so, Brayden, you see this uh, this ripped dwarf just really take a crack. And it's almost, it doesn't, the damage isn't quite as, as physically destructive as it would have liked, but it just hit it in the right spot and you see the golem kind of knee, its knees buckle, and it falls down to the ground, and it lies, uh, it is prone. Oh, good. I have a prone. You do. Um, and I'm going to action surge now. Okay. And try and get a free shot on him. Okay, so it yeah. is on the, it is, it is, uh, prone, it, you have advantage. Yep. But that's a natural 20. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. Jeez. Natural 20. Um, <laughs> Alright, this is where my character gets a little crazy. Um, so you do maximum dice damage. Yeah, right? so you do max dice damage and then roll um, uh, roll your just the one the one attack dice. So so you're just gonna this is your additional yep. critical damage. You oh I see. That. So three, so that would be fifteen plus, plus four. Plus four. Nineteen. Nineteen points of damage, um, nice. And my character actually gets a bonus attack if he crits. <laughs> okay. So Alright. <laughs> wow. Pretty lucky since this dude's on the ground. Alright. Uh wow, those were both terrible. So that was in uh twelve. Uh twelve mess. Uh so yeah, so so Braden steps up. Just like, uh, almost like at a fair, you know, with the big hammer, <laughs> comes down and just cracks it right in the sort of just the body. You see stones start to crack and splinter off of it. Um, and he's, he's so pumped about it, he, he goes to take another swing, but this time uh, sticks it in the dirt instead. Yeah, that was a watering shot. <laughs> and then I presume I can move away from him without an attack of opportunity. Uh, it it's will wrong. get an attack of opportunity, but it will um, be a disadvantage. All right, I'll I'll take those on. So, um, are any of these? No, they're uh, just this flat. They're all nothing. Okay, then I, what I want to try and do is just kind of put my back, basically right here. So, uh, uh, the, the building is not there either. Is there anything around here that's more than say two feet tall? Uh, sure. Yeah, you can. See that's what like... that's what I'm looking for. Okay. It's just something to sort of like. Like I'm only four and a half feet tall. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. So you kind of like I climb kinda, the tree. You, 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 you duck behind one of the uh, duck behind one of the grave uh, gravestones. Okay. Uh, perfect. It does, it yeah, does take an a, attack of opportunity against you. All right. Uh, it's a natural twenty. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah! So it misses. So it, it goes to um, sort of kick its its uh, limb out at you as you sort of duck underneath, um, slip away. Um, now it is the golem's turn. Uh, it is going to spend its movement to stand up. Um, and it's going to it's going to turn towards Aska. It's going to move its way this way. And it moves it's it's actually it moves super, super slow. You can kind of see that as it moves its leg, kind of the dirt is falling off of it and then kind of reattaching itself as it places its foot back down. Um, it's going to take one attack at you, Aska, and one at you, Kobe. Um, so Aska, that is a uh, 17. Yeah. Kobe, a 21. Okay. Um, so again, it, it takes this big sweeping arm swing at both of you. Um, dealing. Uh, dealing eight plus 
you each take 13 points of damage. Um, and that will be the end of his turn. Okay. Uh, Ether, you're up. Omni, Callista, you're on deck. Clearly, magic's not really working with this mofo. I'm gonna come back here. <clears throat> of course. Okay. And since the knees are pretty weak mm-hmm. from our friend, I'm gonna go ahead and pull out my. Um, Sickle. Okay, sure. And try and hook it at its knees. Okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead and make a melee attack. Okay. You're welcome. Oh. Was that the right one? Mm hmm. I guess that's eight. It would be plus uh, proficiency, eight, which is two. Ten. Plus your strength. Which is, I think, only two or one. Yeah. Uh, so that will miss, unfortunately. Uh, yep, you kind of make your way around the back side of it. Um. I will say, I will say, you have advantage on your attack because you are flanking it. So you can roll a second one of those um, and see if it does anything. It makes any difference? Fuck. Nope. Okay. So yep, you go, you go to swing, and it just sort of scrapes along the stone of its of its body. Um, is there anything else you'd like to do? Okay. No. Perfect. Uh, Omni Colossum. I just saw my friends get hit with that, that big clubby thing. So I'm going to kind of dash around here for an opening. I'm going to whip out my dots and my blowgun again. Do it. I'm going to stick them right, make far your, away. Uh, your attack. Ten. Ten? Yeah. Ten is gonna miss me. <laughs> um, unfortunately, you you line up waiting for the perfect shot, and it just keeps like its, its body keeps on shifting and moving, and and you're just not not having much luck right now. Unfortunately, man, that one beer really got to my head. So you are, you're Sorry, everybody. Um, would you like to move anymore? Um, sneak attack. So the sneak attack has added damage to a hit. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's the so you actually have to hit it. Gotta hit first. Okay. Yeah. Um, no. I like to do the. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the, is, um, the sweeping cinder strike? Mm-hmm. Um, is it. You don't have that activated yet okay. uh, because you have to find it, uh, the heart of a uh, uh, fire element. It goes for this, the thunder wave as well, then. Hmm? Does it go for the uh, thunder, full thunders? I'm going, I'm just going to attack again. Do it. <laughs> yep. Uh, with advantage, I've got this, because you're flanked. Correct. Um, or you're, you have flanking. Yes. So, so yes, I'm going to come back, I'll come up behind him and hopefully jump, jump a wee bit more than I did last time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> let's make it happen. <laughs> uh, roll a second one of those, because you have advantage. Worse. 
Six. Six. Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, that misses. You kind of like you go to, like it's almost like you like jump off of like a stone, like doing like a little parkour, but it doesn't really do like any damage. It's more like a like a hop back. Uh, but you can attack it again with uh, with, your, with your bonus action. I'm pissed. I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> Seventeen this time. Okay. Uh, why don't you roll it again, just in case you get the a nat twenty. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so so as you first jump off, uh, jump off of it, um, go and roll your damage. I believe is a D four. Yes. Four. Four, and then that'll be plus your dex, and then plus one because you're using your dagger. Plus so eight. Eight points of damage. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, Nice job. <laughs> nice work. Yeah, so you, you kind of, the first attack, you run over and you sort of jump and like push yourself up. But as you do, you use the momentum and really spin and come down with your dagger and you just kind of get it right, right in like the lower uh, half of how it's attached, like near its spine, uh, where its spine would be. Uh, and, and your dagger kind of goes through and looks like it kind of gets towards the magical energy. Um, doing some, doing your points of damage. Nice. Um, cool. Uh, Aska, you are up. Um, Is there anything else you'd like to do? I, I don't have any movement, do I? I do. Uh, you do, um, but I again, if you, if you try to get out of his way, you might, you might yeah. get an attack opportunity. Oh, just a good idea. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be all sad because I feel defeated. And I'm gonna cry and say, this one's for Tear, and have my the scythe go at him with that. Alright, make an attack. Uh, 21. 21, yeah. 21 will hit. Um, and you do have advantage if you'd like to roll again. Oh, nice. Um, let's see. Yeah, because then if I get a critical hit, yes. Mm-hmm. No, never. Okay. Um, right. so... The hit is what, 1d12 or 1d8? And then I get... 1d4 of points back. Uh, Right. Yes, yeah, once you, yeah, yes you are. Okay. So you damage, so do four plus... Four plus, what do I do? Plus two. plus two? Okay, so six. Six points of damage, nice. And then healing points for me. Four, yes. And uh, four points of healing, yeah. So um, Aska, Aska sweeps up with her new scythe. Um, it's, it cuts across the front of the creature and you see this sort of magical uh, energy pull into the scythe and um, you see some of her wounds start to, to close. Um, her bruises start to fade a little bit mm. um, as she heals up a little bit. Um, um, am I still the witch bolt? Uh, oh, that's oh way, yeah. you can either do the witch bolt or you can attack. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Because okay. I wanted healing points. Cool, yeah, so no problem. Um, cool. Uh, Kobe, your turn. Braden, you're on deck. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I never use my sh- my sword sword. My short sword. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, so I think I'm going to try, since I always use my bow. Wait, I... Uh, you do have two. You have two short swords. Mm, okay, so I get a roll twice then? You would have for... two attacks, yeah. Okay. Um, if that's what you wanted. Okay, yeah. 
So I think I'm going to uh, just kind of flank him a little bit and uh, get right up next to him. Um, and here we go. Let's see what I can do. And you have advantage because you're flanking. You have a flank. Um, okay, so what do I add for that? Um, nine. Swords should be... Um, yeah, so you have my advantage. attack bonus is seven. For yeah. is that what I get? Yeah, for? that's what you would add to that. Um, okay, so uh, sixteen then. Uh, sixteen will hit. Yeah, okay. um, that just hits. Um, go ahead and roll your damage. Damage uh, for that and then, one. And okay. then you can roll for your second attack. Okay. And is it a D eight or is it a D six? It's a D six um, so plus five. Oh, sorry. Uh, five, so ten. Ten points of damage. And then... Um, yeah, so that's the first attack. Um, so, and then sixteen, um, yeah. plus seven. Tip and then... Damage. Uh, so eight. Eight. So, eighteen points of damage. Uh, you see Kobe rush up, and she, she just, with her short swords, um, dig right deep into the, into the little, um, sort of energy gaps, um, Doing doing damage. It doesn't look like it's quite as as much damage as it as it would have um, maybe been on a human creature, um, but definitely hurts the hurts the thing. And it's starting to like you you start to see some of the uh, energy is like pulsing out of like the joints that are now being a little bit more exposed. Kind of a it looks like it's sort of having a bit of a rougher time holding itself together, keeping itself maintained. Mm. this guy and seeing Aska in the front I want to be very chivalrous I'm gonna come around kind of this is about as far as I can get here and I'm gonna hit this rocky bastard with my boom hammer then you have advantage on the attack because you've got, you've got allies flanking it 25 25 25 will hit all right I do 14 points of damage. Nice. And I'm going to use a superiority die to do a precision attack and add a d8 to it. Ooh. So eight more. Nice. Eight more. Jeez. Okay. Roll. Roll the d8, guy. Cool. Uh, let's dance, you rocky bastard. <laughs> um, yeah, so you, you just you strike it sort of up into its mid, uh, if it would have rib cages. And you see this big clump of like stone uh, as it breaks, kind of crumble out onto the ground. Uh, the orange, like the yellow, kind of green energy, sort of swirling, pulsing, and kind of licking out a little bit as it's uh, as it's holding itself together. Um, Ether, you're up, and then back to the top. <clears throat> okay. Oh, actually, it's the golem's turn. Oh, Oof. sorry, forgot. Well, you, I mean, you could forget. That's fine. Um, it is going to. It's going to turn itself this direction, as it's kind of the the bits bits and pieces are sort of crumbling off of it, um, and it's going to jam out its its front fist uh, at the two ladies, uh, Ether and Kobe. Mm. Um, Ether, that's a, uh, 12? Uh, I'm fine. You're good? All right, so it, it misses, slams its fist down, um, and misses, uh, Ether, but, 
Uh, Kobe, it, uh, it, it hits you with a 24. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. So so it comes down. It, it swings down, kind of like a almost like a, a punch, and it and it just misses past Ether. She's able to kind of duck out of the way, uh, but it slams you right into your torso, and you take um, take fifteen points of damage. <coughs> How you doing? Um, I'm good. I'm about you know halfway. Okay. Cool. Still hanging on. Still hanging on. Uh, and that will end the golem's turn. A little more than halfway. As it, as it pulls its as it pulls its arm back Ugh. out from from the ground after just clubbing you, <coughs> I'm Ether. All right. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and once again with some like just brutal force. This time I'm going to use my scimitar. Okay. Yeah. Um, towards its, like, arm. Okay. I want to try to cut it off. Okay. Cool. Let's see. 19 yes. plus 2, 21 plus... Yeah, that'll definitely hit. Um, do you want to roll again, uh, just in case, since you have advantage? Might as well, in case you get a net. Okay. <clears throat> no. Okay. No worries. What the um, Yeah, so it's... <laughs> Uh, I believe your scimitar is a d6. Yeah. Um, add your dexterity. Dexterity. Yeah. Uh, so, two, so it'll be a d6 eight. plus two. Yeah. So d6 plus two. Oh. Sorry. Nice. <laughs> eight. Eight. Eight points of damage. Nice work. Um, you you hack at the at the arm and some of the stone crumbles away. Um, Sort of not quite as effective as you really would like it to be, um, but it does, you know, it does damage it. So, um, nicely done. Uh, okay, uh, back to the top of the round. Omni and close. <laughs> How is he looking right now? Uh, you look up and you, you, you see this thing, and it's uh, there are parts and, and bits of its like. Um, body that are sort of crumbling away. It looks like the energy that's about around it is struggling to kind of maintain its form. Um, it's taken taken quite a bit of beating. I'd like to uh, get a little bit closer because I feel like I've been uh, missing from a distance. Um, but not quite melee, so I want to throw a dagger at him. Okay. Um, I've been doing pretty good with that. Yeah. 21. 21, that'll hit. Yeah. That'll roll your damage. Uh, and then you can add your secret attack as well to this. Yeah. So you oh, do I know that now. Yeah. <laughs> Planning on it. Yeah, I got three. Three plus one. Plus one. I'm sorry. No, three plus three. Three, three plus three. Um, yeah. And then uh, your sneak attack. And my sneak attack, which is two d sixes, which I'd like to, uh, as my dagger's being thrown at him, I'm kind of running at the same speed as my dagger, as my okay. first dagger, All right. All right. <laughs> and then I'm gonna get him with my sneaks. So I got five and two, so seven plus uh, six. Yeah. So thirteen. Thirteen uh, points of damage. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so close uh, either quickly quickly running uh, or. Uh, or his dagger just kind of soaring slowly 
Well, uh, I use my tail to uh, kind of give me a boost. To give you that boost, and you yeah. make your way over, and you chuck this dagger, and it goes, and it really just sort of, again, hits one of those uh, open, uh, sort of where the energy is very open, sort of the body has been crumbling away um, for a nice a nice uh, sneak attack hit. Um, it's starting to really kind of hold itself together, uh, sort of. Little, its movements are a little bit more jarring. It, it's, it's a little bit more deliberate um, in, in how it needs to move in order to keep itself together. Um, I'd like to uh, use my um, cunning action mm-hmm. to to back up and kind of hide behind one of the okay. one of these things there. Go ahead and make a uh, make a stealth check. Sixteen. Sixteen. Cool. Yeah, you uh, you duck right behind a uh, gravestone. Yeah. Uh, um, I would like to move a little bit over this way to hopefully distract um, him from from getting my friends. So I'm going to go over here and uh, at a little bit of a distance, use my darts. Okay. I've forgotten. As you, as you step <laughs> away, it, it takes an attack of opportunity and swings down at you. Damn it. Um, Thirteen. Nope. Alright, and this is... So I'd like to throw a dart. Okay, uh, go for it. Eyeball. <laughs> sure thing. 19! 19. 19. Uh, yeah, Eight. go ahead and roll damage. Oh, uh, my darts are four. 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 Plus three. Uh, awesome. <laughs> uh, Omni back up, swings down at you as you, as you, you know, slip away, but you kind of, you know, you're... you're Slide. You get you get past it. You pull out a, a dart and you throw it, and you hit right in the bronze like statue sort of eye, like this like face that's sort of now contorted with damage. Um, and you you stick it and it sticks right in the like soft. Well, it's hard bronze, but you threw the dart hard enough where it sticks in. Um, looks like you did some damage. Oh, <laughs> Keep saying that. Yeah. Um, okay. Aska, your turn. Um, so I'm like ugly crying hysterically still <laughs> and I'm just it's almost like I'm not even paying attention with this like scythe anymore and I just go and try to slash him again. Um, yeah. Oh no, never mind. Uh, you do have you do have uh, teammates that are on the other side of it, uh, with it giving you advantage. Oh, because he's not looking at me? Because he's not looking at me. Oh. I keep forgetting about that. Uh, 11 plus 5. 16? 16? 16 will hit. Yes! Okay, okay so it's about 1d12. Wrote that down. One, or 1d8. So this guy for damage. Uh, 2 plus 2, 4. 4? 4. 4, four points of damage. I get back. Four points of health. Four points of health. Nice. Again, Aska just uh, ugly crying. She swings this this scythe like just sort of at this point, just trying to just attack this thing, not even really looking. Uh, Brayden, the the scythe like flies right over your mohawk, kind of like holy shit. Uh, it like almost takes your takes your hair down a little bit. Um, but it does it does you know it does the magical energy of this scythe uh, does cause. Um, it's a damage. Um, cool. Anything else you'd like to do? Just cry. Okay, you got it. Uh, 
Braden. All right. I'm going to say, turn and face me, cowardly boulder. I'm going to walk a little more. Do I feel like I could, if I reach with my boom hammer, that I could hit him in the face region? Yeah. Right, I'm going to aim to hit the dart further into his head. Okay. Oh. Nice. Oh. 21. 21. 21. Oh. Good roll damage. Ooh, 10 plus 4, 14. Nice. Uh, how do you want to do this? Yeah! <laughs> oh. To go solidly into the back of his head. All right. Right in the face. So, so Brayden, Brayden comes over. The dart has just, it's like still like boing, like from the when, when Omni had stuck it in. And you see Brayden, and he swings his hammer up, and it hits right at the end of the dart, and it goes deep into the into the face of the creature. And you see it, uh, the bronze statue just cracks, cracks a little bit more, cracks, and then crumbles apart. Uh, the magical energy sort of dispersing, uh, kind of like a light, like a, a bright flash of light, um, as it starts to crumble down um, into upon itself. Um, the dart deeply wedged in the stone uh, around it. Is there like a pile of rubble that's left over? Yeah, there's Although, like a big I can't pile. reiterate enough how weird and <coughs> loud it is every time that hammer hit him. Like when other people hit him, it sort of hammered home how strangely loud this hammer is. Uh, but I'm gonna put one foot up on the rubble. To, Does anyone know how to draw? I'm willing to stand like this for hour, hour and a half. <laughs> Uh, I think it's uh, trapped in our memories quite well, so we can. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kneeling in the mud, crying. <laughs> I'm a salamander. I don't know how to draw shit. <laughs> Didn't know that about salamanders. <laughs> Thank you for the information. Anytime. Um, so what was that? Yeah, Ask what a... just happened? Aska, what did you do? Some more information. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just listening to the voices in my head. Uh, you, got, you got voices in your head there. <laughs> yeah. Are they I'm... are they the ones directing us out here on these adventures? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I said it would be fun. I wanted, we like adventures. We're friends. I didn't know you'd kill my snake. Well, <laughs> it didn't seem like it was a very good thing if it turned into this. Older man. Yeah, next time yeah. you want to listen to them, ask us first. Yeah. <laughs> just, you gotta, just gotta let us know if you're hearing things. First. <laughs> like yes. to rummage through the pile? Yeah, let's, yeah. let's uh, search uh, this Someone that doesn't look like it belongs there. Kicking over rocks. Yeah, um, there is a... Uh, make an investigation check. Would anyone like to help me on this? I got 17. Oh, shit. <laughs> so nice. all are, I'm crying. Uh, Kicking over rocks. Yeah. You all are like pushing over like these, these like boulders and like little like pulling rocks apart. See like like pill bugs and like worms and stuff are kind of crawling through it. Mm -hmm. And there's like this score. It kind of some of the rocks have this like scorched looking um, uh, like burn marks around it where the as the energy dispersed. Um, uh, there is a, um, it, it's, it's, you would, uh, most of you would overlook this, um, but Omni, you, you do notice this, um, as an essence of the graveyard golem, um, which if you would like to, uh, take, you may, you may concentrate, um, in the 
morning or at night mm -hmm. and, meditate. and meditate on uh, this creature giving you uh, various different access to to ways of spending your key points mm -hmm. um, whereas currently you you have you have meditated on the earth uh, the earth you know okay. golem yeah. our, our earth elemental mm -hmm. so yes if you'd like you may grab this Yes, I would. Um, I would like to grab this. It's kind of like it's like warm. It's it's a bit warm to the touch. Um, it's kind of like a uh, a very dark, um, almost like a piece of like uh, molten. What what's that? Like lava rock. Like like mm. a lava rock, but it's but it's got a really like, purple sort of hue to it. It's, it's mm. kind of rough and sharp in places. Mm. Um, Glass like I'm gonna take it and put it. Do I have a pouch? I just have the the. You have a bag of holding and the, you you have like pockets. Little pockets. <laughs> how, how big is it compared to me? <laughs> Can uh, I hold it here? Or is it more like a? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a small piece of essence, so so okay. it would fit like a baseball in your hand. Okay, perfect. <laughs> and Brady's gonna say that was brilliant, and he's gonna get into a fighting stance. You know, Aska, make another one. <laughs> <laughs> I can withstand another battle. I'm um, feeling a little bit hurt over here. Uh, oh yeah, we should. Would I be trying heal her? We got a, we got any healing powers around here? I was gonna I say if I could maybe make some good berries for everyone to get some. Sure. Yeah. Is that would that be beneficial for everyone? Yes. I'd love some berries. Thank you. Definitely. Like I can definitely <laughs> use some of that. So I'm gonna so make some pretty close to uh, some berries, and that helps restore your hit points. So. Thank you very uh, Ether, much. Ether pulls out of, sort of, she conjures up the, you know, she, fi she finds like a, a bush that's sort of nearby and um, starts to look through it and, and uh, within, you know, a spell creates these um, sort of magically, you know, magical berries uh, that you hand out. <coughs> you all snack everyone. on. Thank you very much. Um, Got you guys. I won't need mine, so if you need some more, you can have my berries. How, much, <laughs> how many hit points do you get, or... Uh, I'll say each of you can get back three hit high. points. Okay. Thank you. All right. Um, you can each gain, regain three hit points if you'd like. Um, I'm going to share my berries with her. Okay. Six, six. six hit points. Yeah. Um, at this point, uh, an owl Ooh. an owl flies down and lands on the ground next to Aska. She's crying, kneeling in the, in the mud, and sort of hops over sort of pops over and you look you look over at this owl and you notice green magic Ooh, or like kind of a blue okay. blue faint light uh, spark behind its eyes. I'm gonna <laughs> and hug it. Alright. <laughs> uh, you now have an owl face. Yes <laughs> She stops crying immediately like a uh, like a child. Like, like a child. <laughs> target. Um, when you give it the toy. Or take yeah. it um, okay, is there anything else you'd like to do in this in this graveyard? Is, there, is it pretty empty? Are there, there might be things behind some of these gravestones left? Yeah, I'd like to search like the mausoleum area. Yeah. Just so, see so what's going to wander around. Yeah. Um, like maybe people well, left things near their family's gravestones. <laughs> Sure, go ahead and make, a, uh, roll, make an investigation yeah. check. It's a cool world, Lassie. Yeah. It's bad juju. You gotta go ahead and help the moment. Um, yeah. We've already got bad juju. Four. 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 I know. Um, and I'm not I even investigating. I have plus yes. six investigation. Okay. Uh, all right. So 
Uh, Colossum, you, you're, you've been walking by, um, you notice that the most of the headstones are reading of, of people that have, that have been dead and buried for, I mean, the oldest in this place is probably about a thousand years. Um, so there's not a ton of, like, uh, family keepsakes and trinkets. You do find um, five worth of, of gold, uh, but it's but it's in the form of, like, silver coins and, like, bronze, copper coins. Chump change. Chump, chump change. Um, that have been left by loved ones. Um, you do see um, some, uh, like, uh, of the fruit trees that, that would be around. Like, their blossoms, like, they've been picked on their flowers. And kind of the leaves have been a bit long dried, um, dried out and, and dead. Um, it looks like there really hasn't been much uh, here in, in that sort of setting or, or, or situation. All right, team, it doesn't look like there's much here. I think we can uh, try to figure out where we want to go next. I'm just standing over here looking at this stone, warming it up in my hand, because I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of off to the side, and for anybody looking, you see Brayden pull out, he's got this bag, and he reaches in, and he pulls out a small keg and a hammer, and he starts to open the keg with a yes. chisel. Yes! Cool. Yeah. Yes! Great. Just kind of on his own. <laughs> him have a drink first. Okay. Yeah, uh, I drink it heartily. Go ahead, uh, um, Brayden, make a constitution saving throw. I'm a dwarf, man. Oh, that's right. Fine. See, he just drinks uh, it. Yeah, he just drinks it. Uh, he, he downs the whole goblet. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Alright, everybody that's going to have a drink, go ahead and make a constitution saving throw. Uh, Oop. Four. Three. Seven. Three. <laughs> Colossum, you, you who, you crush this, uh, it, it tastes, it's, it's stronger than most of the other, uh, most of your, most of the drinks that you've had. Uh, I don't know. You gain 1d6 temporary hit points. Yeah. Uh, We're like rolling on the floor laughing. It's like wet spot. Yes. The three of you, uh, almost simultaneously, <laughs> as you all three of you go to to take this, uh, and you 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 kick it back, and almost simultaneously, the three of you spit the drink out, uh, and you each take one point of acid damage. Uh, oh! <laughs> uh, it is whew, intolerable. Wow. It's one fifty. It's oh. one fifty one rum. I do. I look at the salamander. I'm like a man after my own heart. Yeah. This is for you, brother. And I'm gonna reach into my bag and pull out another small keg and just hand it to you as a gift. Oh yeah, thank you, my friend. For a fight well done. Yeah. Thanks, well, for, thanks for all your help and your ale and your companionship with our fine women here. Why don't you be a gentleman and take us to the bar? <laughs> Uh, easy enough. So, Brayden uh, <laughs> <laughs> leads the rest of, of you. Uh, I do hold out 
Both elbows. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies. I can't reach. <laughs> I happily join it. I'm only four and a half feet. Hey. <laughs> I met my match. Are you yeah. too drunk to be able to... <laughs> uh, so you make your way out of the, the graveyard and you, you wander back to the Toothy Grin Tavern um, and you sit down uh, The you, you as you walk in um, you notice that uh, George, the tavern keeper is sitting down on one of the couches it's, it's the place is at, like there's like one table off in the corner that's got a couple of people speaking in like low low voices but George the tavern keeper is sitting on one of his couches and he's He's sitting there with a, like a notepad and, and some like like a plate of food and he's sort of making notes and, and writing down and, and eating and kind of sees you come in. Like, ah, he kind of has a struggle out getting out of the out, off the one. couch. He's huge. He's yeah. he's like <laughs> like Bob Pogo and F is for family. Like huge guy. And he, you know he gets out and uh, you know um, I don't know the voice he's he's got so. Um, Welcome back to the Toothy Grin Tavern. Come on in. Uh, let me grab you some some drinks, some food, both. Um, and he goes and starts busying himself. He doesn't even like really wait to take your order, but he starts going and like bustling about the kitchen and and uh, you know wa- washing up his hands and and things. Um, and that, my friends, is where we will pick up next time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 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 Good job. Good job. Back, back in the pub. Back in the pub. <laughs> <laughs> quite, like quite like us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> quite like us. Uh, game? What game is this? Is this 15? 16? Game 16? 16. Yeah. Uh, rolling around. Game 16? Yeah. I, get, yeah I, I need a post. 15. I, I didn't even. I forgot about it. Uh, awesome work, everybody. Yeah. Brayden. Great job. Thanks for being able to play with you guys. Thanks for. You can write that down. A small keg of ale. Oh, yeah. Uh, Last beard ale. Dwarven ale. Signing up. That's so cool.